morning. I'm Julie Pastrick, and you're listening to Chamber Biz Buzz. I'm really excited about today's show. I have lots of reasons. I'll tell you as we go along with our great next guest, Stephen Martin, who owns Critter Control. Morning, Stephen. Good morning. I'm really thinking this is the time that we let people know what Critter Control is all about. But I want to read this first sentence that we pulled off of your website. Critter Control of Northern Arizona is a wildlife removal company focused on providing comprehensive solutions to human versus wildlife conflicts. I love it because you know what? You can only run around the house so long to try to get a critter and you can only take the wildlife eating your rose bushes and everything down to the ground for so many months or years. But let's talk about why you open this business and what is really your main focus at Critter Control. Sure. Yeah, I grew up in Flagstaff and I left after college, after graduating from NAU. I left for a number of years and worked for a small company that then grew to a much larger company. And when it was time to, you know, part from the corporate world, I wanted to do something back in Northern Arizona, which I love. So yeah, moved back and started the business here to just provide a service to the community. That niche wasn't being filled. That niche was not filled because I can't tell you how many people have tried to figure out what kind of a metal cage they can catch their skunk underneath their house on. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So tell us some stories and tell us what you do. What's some of the common critter control that's out here in our rural areas just because we live at 7,000 feet in general? Right. Yeah, that's the fascinating thing about Arizona. One of the reasons I love it so much. I grew up here, but then lived in other places. And Arizona is so unique because there's so many ecosystems. And so we have the opportunity from Sedona to Prescott to Flagstaff to see all different types of wildlife. The Flagstaff area, of course, everyone in the east side out in Doney Park knows about the prairie dogs. We also have a number of snakes that inhabit northern Arizona, which that obviously most people can't identify. <laughs> That's right. And, and most I people run don't the like other them. way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and of course, there's the pack rats and the deer mice. And we know, of course, if you've lived in Flagstaff very long, you've heard about hantavirus. And so that's a big deal. Taking care of something as simple as a mouse problem can be a real health risk if you don't take care of it. So that's where safety really becomes important. All Could the you way expand to, on that a little bit? You're talking sure. about them eating electrical cords and maybe doing damage to your home. Right. Yeah. And that's the one thing nationwide. You'll see rodents are always chewing on wiring in the attic. They're chewing on wiring in your car. Just general nuisance. They can chew on water pipes and cause leaks and damage in that way. But in northern Arizona, one of the unique places out in the western U.S. where we can actually have hantavirus, which spread through the urine and the feces and, and stuff yes. like that. So you have to be very careful with how you take care of it and properly remediate the issues. Oh, Stephen Martin, who is the owner of Critter Control, you have a team that's focused on homeowners, of course, business owners, landowners who just really don't understand why they are being invaded sometimes by the moles and the gophers. Absolutely. Overwhelming. Yes, there's gophers all over northern Arizona, and they will chew on your irrigation system. They will take plants. We have none left. <laughs> yeah, they'll take plants. I mean, they'll take a, a full I have mature no flowers tree left. all the way to a yeah a flower no. or a garden. They take yeah. the plants from underneath. I can plant them at night, and I go out and I go, I'm pretty sure I put those purple coneflowers there, and they take them from underneath. They're gone in one 24-hour period. Right. It's like Bugs Bunny, and you can actually it's, see it, them pull them right into the soil. I'm so happy that we can <laughs> smile about it because I'm telling you what, I've had enough anger days. But what about bats? I have a bat problem. I have just about everything that you do at my home. They come and visit and then they leave. I had my window washer out the other day and I said, well, you guys missed something there. And they went, no, we didn't. That's on the inside over there. And that's from a bat. Mm. Took a long time to see him, but a couple of times he did fly kind of low in the house and my husband was able to get one of them out. Right. 
So we do two different issues with bats, and most of our bat activity is between March and October, and then most of them migrate into the southern areas. Okay. But our bat activity is two things. One, you could have them getting into a crack or crevice, into an attic space, a void, end up in the house. That's one issue. And usually they're going in those voids to spend the day. They sleep while we're awake. And then <laughs> right as the sun goes down, they go out to catch all the insects and oh do their gosh. feeding and stuff. Okay. The second issue you can have is those bats could just rest in the middle of the night on the side of your home. And that's where you get the urination, the defecation on your house that kind of defaces it. And that's an issue that is a little harder to deal with because they're only there for a short time. Well, that's good that they're there for a short time. I like that. Before the show and earlier I mentioned skunk issues, you know, they're just such lovely little critters, but man, they just really cause big problems. Your whole house can smell like them if you can't find them and get them out. How much time do you spend with your friendly skunks? That's right. Yeah, we spend a large portion of our spring when the skunks are breeding. You get a lot of competition between males to mark territory. You also get mating activity underneath homes. And of course, that can be awful. That's Um, what they're doing. I don't like that. Yeah, we get that all spring. And then they have their young. And then, of course, the young, just like any teenagers, they get out there and they don't act as you would consider mature skunks would act. (laughs) They're a little wild. So, yeah, we work on getting them out. But the most important thing is getting your home sealed up so they can't get back in. And that's where we, you know, as professionals come in as we know how. And with 18 years of experience, I can tell you we can seal a skunk out from underneath the house. We're talking with Critter Control and Stephen Martin, the owner. And unfortunately, I am really relating to a lot of the critter situation living rural. But, you know, you got to love it all. One of the things that has been very unique and interesting are the woodpeckers. They get on top of our roof and they just communicate with each other. They go from wherever to wherever. You don't know when they're ever going to leave. What do you do if people have pesky woodpeckers? Well, with woodpeckers, you have a couple different activities. So what you're talking about, like a metal roof or a chimney or a vent that's metal, they're hitting that to make a loud resounding gong against across the neighborhood to tell everybody, this is my territory, I'm here. And then you'll have other woodpeckers that'll compete with that. The other thing that can happen is they can make cavities in the side of your wood home and they'll drill big holes and go into the wall void and pull out all the insulation while they're making their nest. So it's a multiple step process to get them out and then to work on deterrence to keep them from coming back or discouraging them from wanting that kind of behavior. I just love that, Stephen. I mean, I've had a ton of fun talking about this, but it is very serious. And you being a Flagstaff native and your degrees in wildlife biology from NAU, you just are perfect for this business. But how did you think about it? It was not a field I thought I would be getting into, but then when I found it right out of college, I always thought I wanted to work with the state. I thought that was the only option. And then when I found the private sector, like I said, I left for a long time because that wasn't offered here. So when I had the opportunity to bring it back, I said, this is a perfect fit. I get to help people, which I love working with people. And I get to work with wildlife every day. And that's what I really enjoy. And it's fun because we're resolving human wildlife conflict where most people don't think of it that way. And they don't know how to help both the homeowner and the animal. So we try to come up with mutually beneficial solutions. That's a really nice way of putting it because I think it's frustrating for both of us. It's frustrating for the critter. They're not meaning to ruin everybody's lives or just kind of having fun slithering around or flying into the house or pecking on the roof, whatever. But anyway, thank you so much, Stephen Martin. How can our listeners reach you and hear more and or look up more about you so they know what to call you about? Sure. You can reach us via call, text. We have a website, Critter Control of Northern Arizona. You can find us on Google. Just Google Critter Control of Northern Arizona and we will be there. That's wonderful. And for 18 years, you've been doing this. Yes. Ah, 
boy, we got to have you back and have the whole thing, only stories. That's right. We can have a whole story <laughs> session. You probably have ladies running out the yard with bags or brooms or whatever that you go, no, 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 let's do that a different way. <laughs> I always say I kind of put on my Superman cape every day. <laughs> Love it. Well, we really appreciate you making time. Get back to the critters and letting people have, you know, a little better time at their home and with their kids and not have to worry. We really appreciate your investment in the Greater Flagstaff Chamber, too. Well, thank you for letting us come today. That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. But I think we could have gone on and on. I hope you had as much fun as I did. This is Chamber Biz Buzz signing out for today. I'm Julie Pastrick. So honored to sit with you during Morning Drive. I'll see you next time on the radio. 